This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, the Steelers uh, not practicing today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mike Tomlin gave the players an extra day off this week to kind of heal their bodies, get your mind straight. Get your mind right, you know, like you yeah. said. I mean, I also think it scores points, too. You know, I mean, those guys, they work hard. Here's the th- like, every year, during, typically during the bye week, what Tomlin will do is use the bye week to play to practice the guys who aren't playing a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. This year he doesn't have that issue because <laughs> no, no. a lot of the young guys are playing. Like, you, you pick somebody, he's your, your third-round draft pick, your second-round draft mm-hmm. pick, hasn't, hasn't played many snaps, so you get him some extra reps. Sure. That's not the case this or year. Even I mean, you could do it with Haskins and right. Rudolph. That'd be but great. But they're getting plenty of – Sure. Plenty know. of pra- – you know, But they practice on Wednesdays not pra- anyways, yeah. right. Roethlisberger doesn't practice on Wednesdays. That seems, that's a bone of contention with people, too. I know. I know people hate that. I don't that. get it. Nobody minds that Julio Jones doesn't. Or, right. You know what I mean? Look but around the league every week and see who do, who's not practicing on Wednesdays. Wednesday practice reports are full of names you yeah. know, of guys sitting out. Not to mention the fact it's not like he's sitting these practices out because he's 100% healthy. No, he's got stuff. He's got the chest and hip injury. <laughs> that are, He's always you know, got something, right? Yeah. I mean, he's just a big dude that's had – I bring this up all the time. I mean – He's been sacked, I think, two or three times fewer than Brady. Yeah. And Brady's played like 80 more games. And Brady's the leader, as you would imagine, most sacked quarterback ever. But really, per game, it's been times a million. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, his body is beat up. That shows you a couple of things. First, that that's the style of football that he played, especially early his in his life. career. Yeah, absolutely. Secondly, he's a really tough guy. He's a really tough guy, like, right. He's a big, physical, tough dude. I know right. we, we joke about the injuries, and he talks about that. He really does have injuries. Like, really his injuries. Anyone who's been to practice, if you're there a million times more than me, every time I've gone, there's always a bag of ice on a knee. Or, I mean, like even years ago, I mean. He, nobody gets out of this game healthy. No, right. I you mean, know. That's why I love high school chicks. You know, I mean, I keep getting older. They stay the same age. <laughs> same thing's true with defenses, man. I mean, I keep getting older, but they stay the same age. Yeah. Yep. And it beats up on your body. Beats up on the – think about it, Like, Joe Namath retired at 34. Right, and couldn't walk. And couldn't walk. And, and, like, Elway was, and, what, 35? And he walks like a cowboy. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He's, this this trend of of quarterbacks playing longer into their careers is a recent one. It is, and the NFL's helping because they're protecting them a little right. bit more too. But people want to say, you know, why does he get the ball out of his hands so quick? Well, I mean, what he is at this point? Yeah. I mean, right? He's trying, trying to he's holding on for dear life. He's trying to move the football and not get yeah. killed. No, him not practicing on Wednesdays doesn't bother doesn't, me. Yeah, doesn't mean he's not there. That seems to be the, the, the he does feeling. more work off the I've, field I've, than on the field. I've gotten that question a lot was Roethlisberger even there on the days he doesn't practice <laughs> yeah, he's yes he's there, there. <laughs> right. just because he's not practicing doesn't mean that they have meetings before he's and after practice pizza no <laughs> oh, right taking the kids to the pool or whatever <laughs> no. no I mean he's he's doing a different all the tape work kind of day off yeah. right he's just not out there throwing the football you know yeah saving his body yeah and you know as, as Mike Tomlin likes to say you know a quarterback can take the mental reps um, oh yeah you know, he's seeing, okay, we're going to run this play. Sometimes it may help you Oh, just yeah. stand back and watch, okay, I'm going to watch him do this. I can watch the defense, the entire defense, mm-hmm. or I'm just going to key on what 
this receiver does on that play. Right. As opposed to okay, I'm going to drop back. Here's where my, here's my first read. There's my second read. You don't you're not seeing the whole. It's play. It's a bigger picture yeah. of, of the whole thing, and you see it through the eyes of a coach almost too. You know, yeah, you're seeing what he's oftentimes standing next to the offensive coordinator, right. or quarterbacks coach, watching them run these plays. Yeah. Mason threw the out there, but he should have thrown the post. Yeah. You know, and, and I would have probably done it too, but now I understand why. You know, right. it, yeah, you're right. It's a different way of looking at the game, and again, all the game planning stuff is he's doing more than anybody. You know. Yeah. We're in a three-by-one set. They check the cover, too. Then we're going to go dump it here. You know, I mean, all that stuff is, is still happening. Yeah. You know? And it's he's getting just, treatments. And, you know. I, I, like, I had somebody uh, ask me on my – and kind of derogatory on my on my uh, live cues a couple of weeks ago. Well, he's only working, like, three days a week. If he's taking – he's taking Wednesdays off. Monday's a day off and Tuesday's a day off and Wednesday's a day off. He practices Tuesday. He practices they Wednesday. They're off on Saturday and he plays on Sunday. I'm like, that's not the way the season goes <laughs> not how it at works. all. They come in, the they play a game on Sunday. Not a three day a week job. No, <laughs> they play a game on Sunday. They yeah. come in on Monday for treatment and meetings. Right, they're watching tape, watching the game tape back. Right, going over that. And their the, bodies are. I mean, like Bettis, you say I uh, couldn't like walk. I, I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah, you know, right. Tuesday is a day off. Tuesday's Tuesday really is the only day, day off. off. Roethlisberger still comes in on that day mm-hmm. to to go over. Tape and those mental stuff. Yeah. Right, right, right. Probably start watching next week's opponent. Wednesday's your first day of game planning or, or actual on field game planning for mm-hmm. the next week. But they have meetings before and after practice. And, and for people who don't realize, the coaches during that stretch are putting together the game plan to implement it for Wednesday. Typically so Monday like Monday night hours. into Tuesday is when that right. happens. And they work countless hours yeah. then watching the opponent because before you know it the week's over right know? right we always talk about this these yeah. weeks are not as long as you think thursday's essentially the same day as wednesday you come in you have yeah. meetings then you practice and you have more meetings and as we often talk about with fantasy and things i mean that's the day you want to see somebody practice right you know the thursday practice is key and then friday's your final game prep saturday is not a day off saturday is a walkthrough mm-hmm. and then you're either flying to the where you're playing or you're you're having your you're going your team's being sequestered in a hotel mm-hmm and they're doing. A, there's a team meeting there, and there's yeah. certain things to that go have to over be the last. Out. Absolutely, you know, right. Roethlisberger talked about it a couple of weeks ago. He says Saturday is usually the day where he'll sit down with the quarterbacks coach Mike Sullivan in mm-hmm. Matt Canada, and they'll go. They'll they'll come up with the script. Yeah, that makes sense. I say a lot of teams, here's the ten plays I like, or here's the you know whatever it yeah. is. Exactly as you said it. What do you like best? Yeah, you know or. Boy, I don't know about this. We one. rep this We've stuff all week long. Which and... ones did you feel worked the best? Yeah, yeah. And they'll all have their fa- their own favorites. They'll they'll throw you know the forty or fifty plays into a hat, not really into a hat. And they but, don't chop but it they'll up. Co- right, right. They'll come up. Okay, we but three of us we all like this play. Mm-hmm. That's in the that's in there somewhere. Well, you know, two of us like this one. Okay, that's gonna that's probably gonna yeah. stay. That kind of stuff. You know, this this play that we put in or thought would be great against the Bengals. On Monday and Tuesday, we start repping Wednesday and Thursday, and Claypool runs the wrong route every time. Or, you know, like, or the defense. I used to. Yeah, or, the defense know. blew it up both times. and Yeah, maybe you know. we're just showing our hand too much yeah. or whatever. That's why and sometimes they still run. The, 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 the play they ran to Gentry a couple weeks ago uh, where he he blocked and then slipped out. The screen, it, yeah. The little screen. They ran, they repped that in practice uh, Wednesday and Thursday. I can't remember if they did it on Friday or not. But Wednesday and Thursday, their defense – Sniffed that out in a heartbeat and mm-hmm. blew it up both times. And I'm like, well, throw Probably that one out. Then right, they run right, it in the right, game right. and he gets 13 yards. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and the defense had never seen it before. Right. Steeler won or the opponents. Right. You know. But, no, you're right. I mean, the the way the week works is is interesting, and I don't think most people understand it. Or 
the treatments you get, you know, like this is a college thing, and I, I don't know how it works as well in the pros, but like one of the biggest sins a player could do in college was not showing up for treatment. You know, like yeah, yeah you're hurting your team or you're not you doing know, what you need to do to get back on the field. Right. Your job is to do everything possible to help the team, and you don't show up for treatment. Well, you're running stadium stairs at you know yeah. five in the morning or whatever. There's your you treatment. Know, you get to hang with Buddy <laughs> Morris for the next couple. I, of years. I did yeah. that one uh, when when I was in college. Um, my sophomore year, uh, we actually, because of the way everybody's schedules fell, uh, the coach decided to have a practice at like six o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I lived in the dorms that year and I couldn't, I mean, this, this, the dorms are noisy Yeah, oh yeah. till like two in the morning. <laughs> and for whatever reason, I overslept and missed practice. Okay. Doesn't and go over so well. No, it didn't go over well at all. Like he moved practice there because that was the only time everybody could be there. Okay. And I missed that practice. I was not not good. No, not good at all. That was a a pit thing we would do. We'd do winter conditioning at six a.m. and that was some sour faces walking in oh, there because all you do yeah. is just work them to the bone. They don't have any games for a while. It's off season. That's a rough couple weeks there. I yeah. mean, even the coaches and all of us would get there looking at each other all cockeyed, and oh man, <laughs> then you got to yell at them all and get them all moving, and you know, that, nobody that's wants to be there. And no, yeah. but by about fifteen minutes in, everybody's sweating. You're getting yeah. a lot of good work done. You know, yeah, that's you know, it's, it's funny you mentioned that. That's something that Darius Hayward Bay told me one time. He said, you know, there are a lot of people out there with talent, sure, but there aren't a lot of people out there with the will. To go out every day of the of the of the off season, yeah, and put the work in that you need to yeah. t- make the most of that talent. And then there's very few that have both. That's yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. the separator. And that's when you get the Hall of Fame. You know, it's you easy know. to say, oh, I'm, I'm going to get up and you know, my New Year's resolution is to I'm going to go out and work out more, and maybe you do it for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, like everyone listening, like, yeah. oh yeah, I got a gym membership. And pulling then. yourself out of bed when you when you're not feeling your best mm-hmm. to go out there and continue to work. Yeah, when um, no one's watching. Yeah, what was it? Ali used to say, you know. Champions are made when no one's watching. or yeah. I think it was him. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, it's true. It absolutely is. There's very few that can just go out there and be more talented than everybody else. Yeah. That's why I laugh when people talk about, as well, like the whole thing with and, – and this is something – ESPN was pounding the drum on this one earlier this year. Roethlisberger started a new workout regime this year. You know, he's been, he's been, ha- he's been on that same – They re- act like he's never worked out He's before. been on that same re- training regime for the last, I don't know, six or seven years. It's basically since 2015. Okay. Um, it's no different. Right, right. You know. Maybe he didn't tell the world about it. Yeah. Who knows? The, the only difference, you know, they, no, nobody ever called him Little Ben. <laughs> no, he's a huge human being. He's a big man. I mean, you can attest to this. I mean, if he let himself go, he could be 320 by oh, the, he's in the top three, three minute, three years after he retired. He's, he he's probably in the top 1% worldwide in, in terms of size. Yeah, I mean, bone density yeah. and just, like, ability to put on weight if he wanted. You know, yeah, good, yeah. bad, ugly, whatever. I mean, but he could get really heavy really fast if oh, that yeah. was his goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he works. Anyways. Yeah, so yeah clearly. That's, that's, that's the practice There's schedule. There's some misconceptions. So they, he gave these guys the, the, the five days off instead of the four that were mandated. They'll be back at work on Monday. So they're still going to mm-hmm. get an extra practice day in. Yeah, they're going to get an extra practice day and yeah. a lot of rest. And the Browns, right. will, the Browns will be in a similar situation. They'll play on Thursday, mm-hmm. they'll probably they have luckily tr- don't have to travel. Probably have treatments on Friday. I would imagine, and then it, weekend. I would, off, I would imagine the fancy will give them, you know, Saturday and Sunday off. They'll yeah. be back on Monday. They'll probably be back on Monday, so they get an extra one too. Yeah, and they need all the the rest they can get. 
I haven't looked this up, but as of like two weeks ago, only the Jets had more snaps from their rookies than the Steelers. It's got to be similar. Yeah. I mean, Najee hasn't left the field. And one of those are a quarterback who's never going to leave the field. Right. Yeah. And the Steelers left tackle, center, and running back never leave the field. And Fryer Moose's role is only growing. I mean, and Trey Norwood's role is only growing. So, needless to say, they're at the very top of the league in terms of rookies playing. To your point, they don't need they need more rest in a long week than they knew yeah, the extra you, work. The thing that you worry about with playing so many rookies is that rookie wall. Mm-hmm. You know, we just we, we talked about games. it last week. The college football season is at the midway point in the season. Right, right, right. We're not there yet for the NFL. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> We're like a third the of the way game. through the season, actually. Right. And especially, if you, if, you know, some of those guys, the Norwoods of the world, that weren't handed a job, they had to play legit snaps yeah, yeah. in the preseason, too. Yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? I, mean, that's I think the, Kendrick Green in training camp was the only guy I, I can remember Adrian Clem I think told me this was the only guy who didn't miss any snaps because of injuries okay. in training camp. So he was out there oh, every yeah, the day. Line was all through yeah, it, they yeah. were all missing time here and there, not right, him. Right, right, right. Which it, we don't talk about enough for yeah. why was the O line so bad in the first three weeks of the season? Well they didn't get a lot of practice time together either, unfortunately. You know, back then. Uh yeah, I do think the rookie wall is is real. Um I, I go through this all the time. But I mean if you think about the second a football player starts his last year of college, when he goes to training camp that last year, until his final year as a rookie, there's no break in there. No. And they're used no. to having big breaks. I mean, it's— But your only, your only break would be about those, maybe those two or three weeks before I mean, that's a, training camp right. starts. I mean, it's a small break. And even that, you're right. probably still, because you're a rookie, mm-hmm. and if you're, you know, if you're trying you to make trying a team, to find a place to live. you're a fifth-round draft pick or you're right, sixth-round, right, right. you're probably still spending time learning that playbook. At least you should be. Oh, you definitely should be, right. Yeah. And you have logistics, like I was saying, like, I gotta find an apartment. I gotta move to Pittsburgh. You yeah. know, like there's things yeah, to do. Yeah, I mean, we, when you get done with the draft or the team drafts you, they bring you in the next week. They may put you up somewhere, you know, like a studio apartment or something yeah. like that for the first, you know, until training camp or mm-hmm. until well, mini camp's over. Yeah. After that, you gotta find a place to live. Yeah, and they help you with those things, yeah. of course. And you know, if you have more money, you live in different neighborhoods, of course. But still, it, 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 and. If people are, I'm skipping one step of this because they had to prepare for the draft. They're running 40s, and I mean, at yeah. the time of most, these guys all these guys the went somewhere. To, that's just oh. what you do now. Yeah. Like, like Dan Moore and Kendrick Green were at the same training facility. I think in yeah. Phoenix. I mean, they may not be hitting sleds. They might be working yeah. on agility drills and things like right. that to improve their draft stock. But they're not. You're not home. They're not taking time off. Yeah, I and mean, their bodies take a, a real beating from the day they report to their last year of college to the, your, the day your rookie season's over is a real grind on these guys. Yeah, So it, it worries me, you know, what's the Steelers going to look like? What are those guys going to look like in December? We'll see. That's what I think, you know, Tomlin is trying to manage a little yeah, bit right yeah. now just to try to get them a little extra time. Like, people gave Tomlin a hard time just a year ago when he dialed back Claypool a little bit late in the year. Like, what do you mean he's a rookie? They're there every day with these people. Like, you guys don't know anything. you got to have your finger <laughs> on, the, on the pulse of the team a little bit. Now, mm-hmm. I, that's one thing you can never say about Mike Tomlin is that he doesn't have his finger on the pulse of his team. Right, 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 right. You know, more so than any coach I know of. I mean, mm-hmm. he's in the locker room. I think room. he's one of his greatest strengths. He's talking to guys. He's, you know, that, that's mm-hmm. – I've heard that from more than one guy that, that, that uh, he makes it a point at some point during each week – to have a conversation with every player on that roster. That's hard to do. I mean, yeah. every minute of Tomlin's life is scripted or, I mean, it's not like I got an extra 15 minutes just to do nothing today. Like, yeah. he, I mean, the people he's in demand. Um, 
Damn, what was I going to say about that? The other thing that's super important, too, is I'm sure, I mean, you know this again better than I do, he goes to Ben or Cam or over the years goes to DeCastro or Pouncey or whoever and be like, you think the team's wearing down? You know, like the guys have been around well, the block. He trust. said a couple weeks ago, actually, he and Ben meet every Monday. Okay. Roethlisberger will come into his office. I would assume he probably also meets with Cam on a similar. Probably. You know, your you team. Know. Your team. It's not like he's a spy, yeah. but he's kind of a conduit. The, yeah, they're the guys. They're mm-hmm. if he's the the capo, the capo. Mm-hmm. He, they're the underbosses. Yeah, the buffers. Yeah, <laughs> they're the guys that everybody else Family comes. Especially Cam. I mean, Cam's also the player rep. Right, right, right. You know, and they're super high respected. So you very... you know you go to those guys. Hey, I got a problem here. I can't. You know, mm-hmm. or you go to the coaches. And, and talk about those kind of things. Especially the way this team's constructed right now. Like, Seattle is just here. I'm sure it's Wilson and Wagner. You know, like, yeah. one guy on each side of the ball that's really been here a lot longer than most, that's still a star, has Hall of Fame credentials, you know, has great respect for their play. They're not just, you know, a backup that's been around a long time. Like, Haver Bay was a wonderful addition here. I'm not making fun of him. But yeah. he doesn't have that same gravitas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, I mean he, he was a special teamer, you know. So, no, those guys are really – I mean, again, this team is getting young quickly, and people don't realize that. Yeah, that's going to be the, the big question next year mm-hmm. if Roethlisberger does retire. Who's your leader on offense? Right, right, right. Like, I, I mean, like the, the Watts of the Minkas of the world look like they're coming along. The offense is so young. Who is it next? Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a dilemma. It's a huge dilemma, yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like – we're not saying – those other guys aren't leaders. They're just super young. They're just really yeah. right. That's I mean, that's will the thing. Ebron be back? He's one of the older guys. Yeah. Will Trey Turner be back? I, mean, I don't know. But I mean, that's, that's the thing when you look at is you know is Juju going to be back? Like you, right, you, right, you right. could get super young next year. Very much so. And, and plus, those guys we just mentioned, not Juju, but the other two, they weren't drafted and born and bred here either. Right. You know, they didn't come in as a rookie, learned the Steeler way. You know, they were brought in from other organizations. Yeah, that's that's the thing to me that I look at and say this is maybe the most unsteeler like. Off season, about to happen. About to happen. Yeah. Oh, uh, without question, they could give up three first round picks for Russell Wilson. I mean, they could do. They could draft a quarterback the first round. I mean, things things we've never seen before are going to happen this off season. Yeah. You know, no, I they, agree. And I and if they go outside the organization and for a left tackle or whatever, I promise you he'll be a big time leader player. You know, that that's has, the that's the reason why you know when when uh, Jay Glazer reported last week that Tomlin would prefer to go with the veteran quarterback. That's why. No, oh, of course. That, Everybody would prefer. That him. offense is so damn young. It's so damn young. Right. I mean, you a, can't a rookie quarterback You can't have a rookie quarterback out there leading a bunch of second and third year guys. Yes. <laughs> That's not good. We talked about uh Josh Allen earlier. Like, look at the Bills are so smart. Look how the Bills were built. Their whole defense was draft picks. Everyone around Allen, I've thought about this a lot are all brought in for – they were all veterans. You know, they would rather have Diggs than Justin Jefferson because he's been around the block because Allen needed veterans around him. Yeah. Whole offensive lines, veterans. You know, like there were high-pedigree guys – or not, you know, high-pedigree, but high-character dudes. And I find it funny, though, like the Glazer report. And I'm not making fun, but, like, every court, every there's coach – cor- there, There's not a coach in the league that wouldn't prefer a quarterback. It's a nightmare. <laughs> you know, like I, I always go back to this one. When, when Pete Carroll was hired from Seattle – from USC, wow! Pete Carroll really likes six foot plus cornerbacks with really long arms that run in the four threes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding, really. And he got a million of them at USC. Like, yeah, 
No, what? Yeah, I know. He, he could go out and the hand coach pick Utah them. likes him yeah. too, but they, they yeah, can't they don't get him. go to Utah. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like, yeah, I know what he's had. I would prefer seven. Saban likes five star recruits. Like, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, right. Seven yeah. running backs who run four threes. Yeah. There's a lot of things I like. I, when I go downstairs, I hope there's a new Bentley sitting in the, in the in where my car used to sit. You know, like, come on. Yeah, it's a little uh, – it's kind of often the, the case. But, yeah. Uh, uh, you it doesn't know, mean they won't go with a quarterback. Right. A, young, a rookie quarterback. But if they do that, then they're going to have to go the veteran free agency route to bring in some guys to I would imagine. to put around him. Right, right, right. It's, yeah, that's a predicament. It's, it's easier to get maybe to get the veteran quarterback. with. The, see, that's why this year is so important is all those guys would have a, will at least have a year under their belt or two, you know, the Claypools right. of the world. You know, like – I don't think they'll count on a lot of rookie offensive players next year. No, they won't have to. They won't yeah. have to. Right. I mean, I, maybe it's an offensive lineman, maybe one of them. You feel you know, differently but, about that, though, the offensive line? Sort of. I don't know that it's going to be a ma- – I could come up with bigger team needs in the offseason. The complaints the I was getting early in the season about the offensive yeah. line have now shifted to – nobody talks about, well, the offensive line's awful. Now it's Devin Bush is awful, or what's Minka Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. doing? Why isn't he making plays? Or like the offensive lines just kind of got brushed aside because they've been pretty good they've the last okay. couple of weeks, yeah. And they're going to only get better. You yeah, know? I, I definitely could see. I'm not making fun of tra- or you know uh, questioning Trey Turner, but maybe they decide not to bring him back. He wants more than they want, and there's a big hole at right guard, or, or one of the two tackle one or one of the three tackles. It looks like a keeper. The other ones don't. So maybe use a first-round pick on a tackle. You know, like, I think there'll be a hole. It won't be like, just get any offensive lineman you possibly can get. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't think you're just scrambling for bodies there. But I think it'll be like, we could really use a right guard or what, you know, one thing. Yeah. And maybe go outside the organization and grab that guy. You know, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting offseason to be sure. But uh, well, one, I mean, these are things we talk about in the bye week. I know. It's kind of a bye week talk. <laughs> the one spot, actually, that would sure make Bush – Minka, but especially Bush, I think they might need a big guy on defense. Another big guy. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, you it's see showing that, up bad right now. You see that right now. That's what, you know, Keith Butler was asked yesterday about, you know, you know Devin Bush and the it, mm-hmm. actually the inside linebackers as a whole. Uh, they didn't play that well in the last game. Just, it wasn't just them. You, you know, we didn't correct. do much to help them up front. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's just like the conversation we had the first month of the season. Is it the quarterback? Is it the running back? The running game? You know, the O line makes a lot of these problems go away. And it's, I mean, the, the game still—it's still a big guy's trenches game. Trenches are important. Yeah. yeah, and I love Alu Alu. I love Hayward to it, but they haven't used an early pick on a big guy in a while. Yeah. I mean, it's time. That's why they traded up like, Loudermilk too. Yeah, I mean, Loudermilk is playing increased snaps now. Yeah, I think um, he might get more. Yeah, and if if that turns out to be a hit as well. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to be a space eater. I mean, no, he's not going to free no. things up for Bush like crazy. You right. know? And I'm not saying they should go draft Casey Hampton. They also don't play things the way they used to. No. The, the, you know, the defensive linemen are just – they're too gapping and taking mm-hmm. taking two blockers at a time on every snap. No. no allowing the linebackers to make the plays. Right, right, They right. want those defensive linemen getting upfield. But you did mention – I remember we were talking about it, and it made sense to me is let's say they are picking 18th or right in the middle of the first round. You can get the Haloti Nada types there now. The oh, yeah. Vita Vea, as you mentioned yeah. last, you know, that are they're big, big bodies, but they can run. They may not be great pass rushers, but they don't go in the top ten anymore. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. might even get that guy in the second round. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's got that's... a lot of ability. But that, that needs to be something they look at. And getting younger there wouldn't hurt. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyways, we're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. It's Wednesday. 
We'll go around the league and see who's in, who's out. We talked about that Browns game. Yeah. We'll talk about all the other ones right after this.